Welcome into the Deep Slant Podcast presented by Xfinity, the proud sponsors of Deep Slant. I'm happy to announce that. And uh, the podcasts are back on, guys. It's training camp time. And we're doing things a little bit differently than we do in the offseason and during the regular season. Because training camp is every single day, I get an Xfinity one-on-one with the players on the field every day after practice. So I'll be putting those together in a podcast semi-regularly. I think if I go once a week, that's a lot of interviews in one podcast. So I'll try to keep those coming a little bit more frequently. So right now we've had three days of camp, so I'll put up three interviews for today's podcast and that's going to be Jordan Thomas to Sean Gibson and Bernardrick McKinney so day one kicked off on Thursday at the Houston Methodist Training Center so happy to be back in Houston the weather was awesome it was amazing while players were mostly in jerseys and shorts and by mostly I mean all of them uh, it was it was a great practice it was beautiful outside it was great to see the players back on the field JJ Watt made his return even though he was on the pup it was a very short-lived a pup appearance for him, and, uh, you know, we got a chance to catch up with Jordan Thomas, who was making some big... How's it going today, Jordan? Oh, it's good. You know, good day, good weather, you know, good practice. So, looking forward to tomorrow getting better. Speaking of good, you caught a couple of touchdowns out there in team drills. That must have felt nice to get back out there with your teammates and actually do some team drills. Yeah, it feels good to be back out on the field. Um, we put in a lot of work this off season. You know, so getting back in the rhythm, you know, getting together with Deshaun, connecting with him, you know, me and Ake, so it feels good. It's year two for you, obviously. You know a little bit about what to expect in camp. Did you do anything differently this off offseason? Uh, uh, I've really focused in on my body, you know, stretching. Uh, I, I stayed here most of the, most of the time, so uh, that was about it, though. I didn't do too much. I remember last year in camp in West Virginia, Tim Kelly, who was the tight ends coach then, mm-hmm. he was working with you a lot, getting low. You had to sort of learn the tight end position, different aspects of it. Yeah. How much more comfortable do you feel this year? Um, I'm, I'm, I'm comfortable with it, you know, um, because I, I focused in on my body this offseason, so being more flexible. So I'm, I'm, I'm pretty good at it now, so I got a down pat. You got a couple of new guys in the room, Darren Fells being one of them. I know you've talked about a lot of what he's meant to you, sort of as a, an older veteran, as a mentor. How much? What, was that, what is that relationship like with you and Darren? I was good, you know. He's, he's a pretty big guy, you know. So um, we, we, we're, we're growing every day as a unit. So, I mean, everybody's getting to know everybody, you know, still. Uh, me and Ake's been here, so, you know, we got Kahale. We, he bring, he comes in, and then Darren comes in. So it's just different, you know. It's just we we all joining together to come to one. And Ake, you and Ake, you guys did a joint press conference before. You guys are like two peas in a pod. Mm-hmm. You started out together, sort of came up your rookie year together. What's that? What's it like being you and Jordan Aiken's year two? You guys sort of talk about where you were this time last year and how yeah. much, how far you've come. Yeah, uh, you know he's a little older than me. He's 27, so he's he's uh, he's up in age, you know. And so he's he's got a lot of wisdom on me. So you know, I kind of stuck by his side when we first got here, you know, and. Um, it's been peanut butter and jelly since then. All right. How about for yourself? I got to ask you about your training camp fashion. Okay. You're a big guy, so I don't know if um, the shorts just look short on you, but they are pretty short. Uh, uh, can you explain what's happening here? Is this what we're going to see? Is this a preview of what to see in camp? It. This is it. You know, I got my, you know, Kiki shorts on. And, um, your what shorts? Kiki shorts. What is it? What, uh, Kiki, is that his own shorts Kiki, here? Kiki, where are these? Oh, so you know, Kiki the, started the, this trend. All the receivers, you know, so. I'm, hey, I'm athletic, you know. So. You're a receiver too, right? I'm, I'm very athletic. I can do the same thing y'all do. You got the tights underneath, though. Yeah, so uh, yeah, this so. is going to be interesting once the heat starts kicking in, right? No, they, the tights might come off. Oh, okay. The tights might come off. So 
he started kicking Kiki in. Kiki shorts will be in full effect though. Yeah, full effect. <laughs> full right. effect. Thanks so much, Jordan. Yes, ma'am. Thank you. Plays all off season long and during his rookie year, but he looks so smoothed and polished heading into year two. And I had a chance to catch up with uh, Big Baby, and here he is on the Deep Slump Podcast. Peanut butter and jelly, that's Jordan Thomas and Jordan Akins. He's also called them Lightning and Thunder, and hopefully I'll get a chance to catch up with his uh, counterpart, Jordan Akins, in the next few days or so. But uh, let's switch gears to Deshaun Gibson. He's a safety here for the Texans. He's been getting a lot of a play and a lot of reps on the field with Justin Reed being on pup right now. Uh, Justin Reed obviously had a... Uh, a little bit of a car accident before the start of camp, so they're taking things pretty slowly with him, and when he's ready to be back on the field, he'll be back. But in the meantime, Deshaun Gibson, he's come in as a veteran. He played with Jacksonville, so he saw this offense uh, every every time the two teams played, and it was really cool to hear him talk about Deshaun Watson and what he thinks about this team now being teammates uh, with Watson and Hopkins and all these guys. And, and Tashawn Gibson is, is a great interview because he loves to talk. He answers the questions. He's just such a pleasant personality. And I had not really talked to him one-on-one. I'd seen him in press conferences, asked him questions there. But it was a, a great pleasure to catch up with him. We were inside the bubble that day, inside the Houston Methodist Training Center. So that probably helped because players were not as hot and sweaty as they normally are. So they're a lot more forthcoming with their answers. But here he is, Tashawn Gibson on joining the Texans, his first training camp with them. And also, hey, listen till the end because he talks about his son, Tashawn Gibson Jr. That's all right here on the Deep Slant Podcast. Take a listen. Tashawn, I've seen you a lot this offseason. Haven't had a chance to really catch up with you. First of all, how has your offseason been? Offseason was great. Just uh, stay home in Dallas like everybody know, man. I'm right up the road. And, uh, you know, just offseason was just an awesome time. I just really was vibing, enjoying my family, and uh, just enjoying this time, man. It's kind of like that little – the, the, the break is kind of it's long, but it's not long enough, you know. So, obviously, that's when you hone in on football, man. Everything is football, preparing for this upcoming season. We got new goals and things like that. So, just getting just getting prepared, man, and just excited and just being home around my family and friends. I know you've talked about how excited you are to be back in Texas. Training camp's back in Houston this year. What's training camp been like for you? It seems like the entire offseason we talked about chemistry in the secondary, but you guys are really clicking out here. How do you feel that's gone so far? Oh, it's been awesome. I think that the biggest thing is – Got to learn each other in offseason. We learned each other in offseason. Guys learned me. I learned the guys who I'm playing next to. And I think that that part was just big. It was influential on us growing together as, as men. And the thing about it, man, is one thing that's for certain around here is that it's bigger than just um, on the football field, between the white lines. Guys are connecting with each other outside. Guys are throwing events. Guys are showing up and supporting. And that's just cool. That's the type of camaraderie you need. And I think that beyond that, we just vibing together. And I think that it's starting to show. We're getting comfortable with each other. And that's the main thing. When you understand and you know what you're getting to the guy to the left of you, to the right of you, that's a comforting thing. And I think that guys had to kind of learn each other's game and skill sets. Everybody's skill set is different. Um, and we just mesh so well back there, man. And it's exciting. We got a lot of different personality. Uh, we got young guys. We got really old guys, man. And, uh, you know, we just enjoying and vibing together, man, and trying to learn the defense and growing together. Yeah, you're no, you're no stranger to the game of the NFL. You've been in the league a number of years. You're a veteran yourself. And you've seen this team a lot of times, especially during your time with Jacksonville. What's it like now to actually – face Deshaun Watson every single day in practice. You know, that was the biggest thing, man. I actually told my brothers, we were talking about it over the offseason, I said, playing against them, um, you know, you, you, you're taught to 
to uh, you know expose a guy's weaknesses and, and, and things like that. But when you're going against him every day, you start noticing his strengths. And I had to look back and say, <laughs> dang, man, this dude, this dude don't got a weakness. He can hurt you with his feet. He can hurt you with his arm. And the thing about it now is just he's so confident back there right now. And the biggest thing that I can say and I can take away from it is that beyond anything else, I'm glad that I'm playing with him and not against him no more. So uh, having a guy like that while I'm sitting on the sideline drinking my Gatorade, man, I know that <laughs> Seven points, man, is going to be on the board any time now. So, you know, I can sit back, kick my feet up, and say, hey, if you don't score seven points, I'm going to be disappointed. That's how excited I am to, uh, to have a guy like that on my side. And uh, going against him, you notice that, man, this guy right here, it, it's a travesty that they don't mention him in these MVP talks, man, because seeing what I see now, I mean, and I'm not saying this because he's my quarterback, but I'm saying it because I truly respect this game I have uh, for since he came into the league. But now you see it firsthand day to day. Um, and, you know, you get to learn guys like that, and you start seeing, like, I mean, this guy's he's going to have a bad day. I mean, I think that any quarterback will, any guy in this league do, but just the things that he can do in a day in and day out based on consistency, I mean, it's phenomenal, man. You got to tip your head off to a guy like that. He come in, he humble, and he do his job, and I respect that. Yeah, Deshaun Watson, phenomenal. His uh, targets out here also pretty phenomenal. You came here, and I remember you saying that, uh, you know, your strength is covering tight ends, and that's a big reason why the Texans brought you here, but mm -hmm. you're getting a lot of work in against these tight ends. You, the big group of guys, what is that challenge like facing the guys like Jordan Thomas, Jordan Aikens, Darren Fells. Yeah, you know, that was one of the things when I had my pressure, man. I said, man, these guys are getting bigger and faster. I look at, I didn't realize, I played against Jordan Thomas, but seeing him, like, outside his past, including just like, dude is a huge human being, man. He should have played basketball. You got a guy like Fells. These guys are all big human beings, and he's using those guys. And I think that, like I told, man, I talk to Jordan Thomas off the field every day, and I try to tell him tools and things to get better. Like, look, this is what I'm doing, and this is what I see against you. And he's starting to grow, man, and he's getting better. He caught two passes on me one-on-one today, which is unacceptable. <laughs> unacceptable. So, unacceptable. So you, we got to hear about that. But, uh, you know, it's things like that, man, when I see in the growth from when I first got here and just he's telling me, hey, how are you pressing me like this? What, what are you seeing? And to hear him accept this coaching that I'm giving him, I mean, because like I told him, when it comes to man to man, man, it don't get no better than me. So you get this tool right here every day. And for him to come in here and grow him and act, and those guys, man, those guys are just progressing. In a little short time that I've been knowing them, they're progressing, man. So I'm excited to see what they're going to go against other safeties that's not uh, 39. So I'm excited about those guys, man. And those guys are making me better because those guys are young, agile, athletic, and those guys are go-getters, man. And at the same time, it's kind of like that old saying, iron, shopper, iron. And uh, that's what we're doing out here, man. And I want to help those guys get better, man. I want to help those guys achieve everything. And those guys are going to make me better as well. How about this uh, defensive front, J.J. Watt, and these guys making you better? Deshaun said yesterday uh, he's annoying when he's out there. This defense is annoying when J.J. Watt's out there. How much does that help what you guys do on the back? Oh, man. There were so many plays that you look back and you say, I mean, 99 and 59 and 91, those guys are back there all the time. And it's just like it might look like a completion, but when a pass on and the bullet's alive, 99 probably going to take him down and, you know, 5-9 uh, going to get him to him. And, and I think that when you have that type of presence up there, and I mean, I mean, it's insane. And de de we're doing this without the pads on right now. So imagine when the pads are coming and, you know, you just sit back and you got to be in all of those guys, especially that D-line. I mean, it's some true dogs down there right now. And I'm excited to play with that. I'm excited, man, you start realizing, like, how many times that a defensive line can affect the game. A guy might be beat, but 99 is beating down your back. You might not have time to see that big post down the middle, or you might not have time to go through all your progressions. And that's just so so beneficial for us on the back end. And only thing we got to do is continue to step up, progress, get to know each other, because we know the front seven is going to do their thing. And uh, it's exciting to have some guys like that, playing with guys like that, man, and I'm blessed to be a part of this organization. I feel like this is your time to shine. You were undrafted. You've made your way onto the roster and a big part of every single team that you've been a part of. So what's your biggest 
piece of advice to guys that are trying to make the team right now in camp? Um, you know, the biggest thing is, you, you know, an older guy, man, Usama Young told me, is that control what you can control, control the controllables, and don't worry about everything else. And I think that a lot of guys get into the, 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 the it's a competition. When you, as soon as you walk in the building, whether it's in a weight room, whether it's how fast you eat your lunch, whether it's how quick you get to the meet, everything is <laughs> a competition. A competition too? Everything, I promise you. <laughs> and you know, guys too much, put too much focus on that instead of looking at the main thing. It's what you're doing here, and that's what you're going to get judged off. And when you control, if you get two reps that day, that might not be ideal, but you control those two reps. And whatever you can do, man, control the controllables, man. And that was one of the things that he taught me man because I was a young guy in these guys situation and I'm just like I'm getting three reps a day what do I do you know you start getting frustrated you're human everybody's human and you're going to uh, continue to you, you you know people are fighting for their lives this is people childhood dreams since they were seven and the biggest thing is even if you get those two reps those better be the two best reps that uh, you know you put out there on tape and eventually one thing is for certain the eye on the sky won't lie somebody's gonna see it whether it's not here somewhere and I told those guys man I talked to the guys Every year, man, you know, I, I get up and I try to tell the undrafted guy specifically in my room, man, don't worry about nothing else. Don't worry about, don't worry about, I'm a, I can only give you insight on my story. Don't try to be me, try to be better than me. Don't try to follow my footsteps, make your own. You know, the only thing that I can do is give you the knowledge that I know and pass it on to you. So with those guys, man, we got a good group of young guys, undrafted guys, man, I feel like they guys gonna make their impact, whether here or somewhere, man, and I'm just here, happy that I can get those guys any type of knowledge that they need from me. All right, one more question before I let you go because you're a great coach and I've seen some of your social media with your son, oh, yeah. Junior. To Sean yes, Gibson yes, Jr. Yes, All right. Well, how, how's his football career coming along so oh, far? Well, see, last year we led. <laughs> how old is he, first of all? He just turned seven. Okay. So we led I 9 in uh, touchdowns last year. We played oh, with his age group. So he, he scored about 29 touchdowns. We, I got the board to prove it, and I got the video. So anytime somebody <laughs> wants. One to, game? No, 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 no. Over the season. So over the season. So we, wow, we're looking at. Really good. So, you know, three touchdowns a game is kind of unacceptable, but we take it. This year, <laughs> this year out here, we're going to put him in a nine and under. He's going to be with the nine and under. Okay. I'm a, definitely, I'm going to let you guys know. I'm going to keep you posted. I'm going to keep you guys updated on my social media. But it's Texas football now, so it's a little different. But that's my guy, man. I love him to death. <laughs> and, you know, I'm going to push him. So we're in the big leagues now. First year in contact football. So we're excited. We're going to see how that go. Are rooting on both Tashawn Gibsons Absolutely. this year? That's, a, that's, that's the best way to do it. Houston, the city of Houston got two Tashawn Gibsons. Make sure they root for him, man. Absolutely. Right. Make sure you root for the two Tashawn Gibsons. Tashawn, thank you so much. Thank you so much. Deshaun Gibson Jr. and Deshaun Gibson Sr. playing back in Texas. Uh, Gibson, obviously, being from the Dallas area, so happy to be playing in his home state. And uh, you can tell. You can tell he's really happy to be here in Texas. And he'll be visiting Dallas in the next few weeks when the Texans uh, play the Cowboys in the preseason like they do every year. All right, so day three, Saturday, was the first day in full pads. And throughout training camp, and the offseason actually was, I think it was the end of veter veteran minicamp. It was. It was towards the end of veteran minicamp. We saw the standalone white box. It looked like a trailer almost. It was in one of the end zones, outside of the end zone uh, at the Houston Methodist Training Center. And it was called the CRZ. We called it the ice box. We called it the cooler box. We called it the fridge. We called it a lot of different things. But the official name is the CRZ. It's the cold recovery zone. We've seen players go in and out of it. Uh, throughout camp, but Saturday was the first real test. That's kind of when the heat and the humidity started to sink in a little bit more, and the players were in full pads. So we saw a little bit of team drills, and then you'd hear Bill O'Brien yell for the offensive linemen and the defensive linemen to go hit the CRZ. And then after a little while, you'd hear him yell for the DBs to hit the CRZ. Well, a lot of the, the position groups, all of the position groups, at some point or other, they cycle through there. And then after practice, I was interviewing Bernardrick McKinney, and before he came to me, he actually walked over 
uh, to the CRZ with Whitney Merciless, and the two of them had just come out of it when I uh, caught up with Bernardrick McKinney. Take a listen. I just saw you walk out of the CRZ, mm-hmm. the cool recovery zone. Uh, mm-hmm. Yeah, my first time in there, and it felt really great. How long do you stay in it? Uh, however you want. Whenever you feel like you can cool down, you can get out. So. Do you feel cool down after practicing in full pads today? I feel really great. I was kind of exhausted, but getting out of there feels really great. All right, let's talk about being in full pads. How nice does it feel to get the pads back on and start really getting some work in? Uh, you got to knock the rust off. Uh, still kind of uh, was too anxious, but we're getting back into things. We had a great time. Uh, let's trying to uh, help the defense get better, and the defense is doing a great job. we got a long way to go, but, but we, we're having fun together. It's year five for you. What do you do differently in the offseason to prepare for camp and for the for the long season ahead? Run, run, run. Run, run, try to, run. Try to do a lot of cardio to keep my weight down. So. You took some trips in the offseason, too. Uh-huh. Yeah, I went uh, a couple of places, some nice places. Uh, the funnest one was Dubai. Uh, me and my wife went, but we had fun. All right. Uh, you're on TV all the time, but recently I saw you posted a video of yourself on ESPN. You were in the Apex tournament. Is that a video gaming tournament? I want to ask you, you walked out, you, they did the introduction, you walked through a cloud of smoke, and you seemed confused. <laughs> what, what happened? I mean, I knew the smoke was coming, but... <laughs> I didn't know it was going to be that cold, and it kind of hit me at once. Like, it, it was really uh, cold or whatever, and it just hit me all in my face and my eyes. Like, <laughs> so. How good are you at Apex? So you, you were in a tournament, so you must be pretty good, obviously. I mean, going against professional gamers is different than playing against just regular people. I, I kind of say I, I sucked that day, but uh, now I'm practicing a lot, and uh, I think I got a lot better. All right, so how did you even get invited to it, first of all? Do you know people, or had you just sort of been in that video gaming circuit for a while? I know a lady named Lauren, uh, my marketing lady. Shout out to her. Uh, uh, she set it up for me, and uh, I got the chance to go. All right, who's the best video gamer on uh, the defense, or on the team, for that matter? On the team? Uh, it's between probably Dylan Cole and Will Fuller. All right, so you're out there with a lot of rookies who, for their first time out in training camp, any big advice for them? Because obviously a lot of guys are trying to make the team right now. I'll just take it uh, one day at a time, just come in with a uh, good work ethic and just take the coaching and everything should work out for us. All right, best of luck, Bernardrick, okay. uh, in football and in Apex. <laughs> Thank you so much. Thanks, Bernardrick. <laughs> All right. Good stuff from BMAC. You can tell the interviews get shorter and shorter the hotter it is because the players are just hot. I mean, he had just come out of the CRZ and he was still very – sweaty and hot obviously those guys want to cool off with a shower a few minutes in the crz helps but it's not the same as just getting out of the heat but bernard mckinney always a pleasure to catch up with him we actually had a chance to really follow him around at the pro bowl his first pro bowl appearance was this past uh, january in orlando met his family we got to visit disney world with him so feel like it's a just been such a great off season for bmac who got married went to dubai like he said and here he is in year five, and uh, big, big expectations for the man in the middle this year. All right, that's going to do it for this edition of the Deep Slam podcast. It's really uh, the, for the first edition of the 2019 season, I like to say, because training camp is officially kicked off. So the Deep Slam podcast presented by Xfinity. You can hear it everywhere on HoustonTexans.com, on the Texans mobile app, on iTunes. And, hey, we're going to keep these coming to you all season long. There's no off-season for the Deep Slant Podcast presented by Xfinity. So thank you so much for listening. Check out HoustonTexans.com for more coverage of training camp for all the stories. I write this a story called, it's, it's really a daily feature that I run. It's called Notes and Quotes from Every Day in Training Camp where if you just want to get an overview of what you missed 
that day in training camp, it's a, it's a good way to sort of get a Cliff's Notes version. Do they have Cliff Notes anymore? A synopsis, if you will, of the day's happenings from Bill O'Brien's quotes to player quotes to what players were talking about and links to other stories that we've put up on the site throughout the day. That's training camp notes and quotes. And then Drew's got his dirty dozen. John Harris has his has his quick hits there as well and his 40 interview. This has been the Deep Slant Podcast presented by Xfinity. I'm so excited to get to say that. That's going to do it for this edition as always. Thank you so much for listening and go Texans.